should not be you being in that treatment room all day every day, slogging your guts out, grinding away, coming home, making a pittance, hoping that someday it's going to change because guess what it isn't? It starts today. It starts today. This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, so let's do another episode of the podcast. This is Paul Goff. It is great to be here speaking to you live uh, from the United uh, Kingdom. I'm back in Britain right now, uh, here for the next uh, four or five weeks. Uh, so spending the summer in Britain, which is nice. It's great to be uh, here catching up with family and friends and staff and just enjoying uh, Britain in its finest uh, in its finest time. The summer's always great to be back in Britain. So the last few weeks and months uh, have been pretty hectic. Uh, we are uh, delivering on the promise of getting to you almost a daily podcast, daily updates on social media, um, daily updates on Instagram, uh, daily updates on the YouTube channel. Uh, check it out. There's a brand new channel. The Paul Goff is our new channel where we're sharing all of the uh, video uh, footage of, of uh, me in action and teaching and working with clients and working with my own staff over the last uh, few years. We've got tons and tons and tons of stuff in the archives that we're getting out for you. We're already starting to think, do we need a second uh, social media producer? So thank you for the feedback. Uh, it's been great. Jake and Amy are doing an amazing job. Uh, we are um, working our way forward. We are uh, constantly speaking to each other about how we can improve and evolve the podcast and the content that we put out for you and it uh, seems to be having an impact. We had something like 20,000 more downloads last month alone uh, on this podcast, uh, which is stunning, um, which is just beyond uh, belief, really. So thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for your appreciation. It's nice to know that you are um, that you are there. So what have I been up to? Well, what haven't I been up to? So the last month has felt like a blur, if I'm honest. July uh, has come and gone very quickly. It's the 1st of August as I record this to you. And we're going to talk about an important topic. Should you take more time off? Should you, as a business owner, take more time off? I'm going to give you my answer and my reasons why uh, on this podcast today. But first, yeah, the last uh, three to four weeks has been almost like a Blair. Um, I did a mastermind event in uh, June. So I was in Nashville 29th, uh, sorry, 30th and 31st, or 29th and 30th of June it was. Um, and sadly my grandma Rose, 86, passed away on the morning of uh, the Nashville event on the Sunday morning. So I got the bad news when I woke up that uh, she'd been, uh, well, I knew she'd, obviously she'd been up for a while. And, uh, I was expecting it any day, so I got the news on the Sunday morning to head back, uh, well, I had to finish the event, head back to Orlando, and then book the flight for the family back to Britain to attend the funeral and just hang out with family, and um, like I said on a recent podcast, it was a, um, a bad time, but a very good time, if you like, because I got a chance to spend uh, time with family, I got a chance to say bye to grandma, uh, and just, um, just gather my thoughts and just, you know, spend some time and enjoy the week. So I was back in England for that, flew back to Florida for a back-to-back -back series of events. So my CEO program is 
just stunningly uh, successful and it's just the thing that I love. I mean, I love everything that I do, but I love being in a room with business owners where we thrash out uh, growth opportunities and challenges and problems. We talk about staff, we talk about firing and hiring and money and investments and just what we're going to do to grow a business beyond where it is today. So I did, uh, in the CEO program, I've got three groups, 27 businesses in total. We did uh, Monday, Tuesday, CEO group one, and I did the Wednesday, which was a packed out strategic planning day, uh, where businesses came in from all across the US and Canada. Uh, that was in Orlando on the Wednesday. Then I did group two CEO Thursday, Friday, had the weekend off, and then I did group three CEO Monday, Tuesday, and then I flew back to Britain on the Wednesday, landed on the Thursday, took Friday off and um, uh, the weekend with the kids and then back back in the office and back at it. Uh, got new staff starting uh, in both physio business and media business here in the UK. Uh, complete overhaul of my finance team, uh, my investments, houses business, uh, just acquired another five properties in the last week. Uh, so we're putting in place new systems for that. So it's just it's just non-stop and it just feels like literally July as, as I've looked. Uh, I've looked back and thought, what the hell, you know, where did, where did all of that go? So um, it's nice to, to be uh, here and speaking to you. It feels like I haven't spoke to you on this type of podcast for a little while. So um, now you know why. Um, there's a lot being going on. And to add uh, all of that into the mix, I don't think I've ever really announced it officially on the podcast, but I have a baby due. August the 14th, so we're back in Britain really for the birth of the baby uh, and then we're going to head back to uh, Florida around about uh, the first week or two of September for uh, for school. So um, so there's a hell of a lot going on. Natalie has got two weeks to go. She's doing great. We are booked in for a C-section on Wednesday, August the 14th. Um, so it's uh, it's all fun and games. It's uh, never a dull moment in the Goff household, but I love, love, love every damn second of it all it's just an amazing journey uh the ups the downs the good the bad uh they're all it, it's just all part of the story as i as i uh you know tell that way all the time it's it's a great story it's just unfolding in front of us we're very blessed we're very lucky the kids get to travel with us and, and kind of be part of this i've got fabulous staff and i'm meeting fabulous people uh, i get to travel all over the world uh it's just been uh the, the coolest the coolest ride ever so it's uh it's great and thanks for uh you know for being there and it's great to be able to share it with you via this this podcast so that's what's been going on in my life i'm back in britain i'm gonna uh enjoy i'm taking some time off next week finish on thursday i'm having nearly three weeks off where i'm gonna plan it on obviously you know, a lot of time with the kids it'll give me a week before the birth of the new baby which um i've always loved to do is to take time off before the baby not just after the baby and it's a little different, you know. It's it's along the lines of today's podcast. Uh, there's just a mindset uh, thing with everything that I do. I love taking time off before the baby comes. I remember when Harry was born the first. Um, we took some time together, me and Natalie, two or three days before, and we just loved and savored every second of of life as we know it. You know, as we knew it then, it was just me and her. Um, you know, before Harry came along, and then when Tobias came along, we did the same thing. We took a week before. And we just spent time, me, her and Harry, and we just savoured the last few days of, of just the three of us. And we're going to do it again. Um, take a week off before the birth of this baby and just savour the, the last week, you know, collectively as, a, as the four, uh, as we are right now, and, and just enjoy it. And, and, you know, really look forward to the new baby coming. So rather than 
um, you know, kind of crash bang wallop and, and waiting for, uh, or just literally rolling into the, the fifth, uh, the, the fifth I guess, person to arrive in the family. Uh, we're going to take some time and, and really enjoy uh, being together in the build-up to it. Um, and then afterwards, we are planning on, as soon as Natalie's able, we're going to just enjoy the sights of, of the northeast of England. We've got some great trips planned. Um, if you don't know where I live, it's a small little town in the northeast of England called Hartlepool. We are about 60 miles from a town called York or a city called York. I'm about 90 miles from a place called Annick, which is the, well, the castle is there from Harry Potter. I'm about, well, I literally live on the coast. Um, I can get to cool cities like Durham and Newcastle, lots of theme parks and stuff around. And August is a great time to be in Britain. So we're gonna do a lot of day trips, uh, which is something that I don't really get time to do or chance to do because uh, the majority of the time, if we've got time off, we head to Spain or we, head to, we used to head to Florida. Uh, for our holidays so we're often overlooking some of the sites of the northeast of England so uh, excited to, to do that and just hang out with the kids and just switch off for uh, for a couple of weeks so that's what that's what I'm up to that's what's going on um, I'll keep you updated on the birth of the baby um, and if you're thinking is it a boy or a girl um, I think I'm one of the last people on earth who doesn't know um, I love the fact that it's a, a surprise and always have with my kids and if I'm honest, I couldn't think of anything worse than finding out ahead of time what that uh, what, what that baby's going to be. It's the last greatest surprise on earth, and um, cannot wait to to uh, to find out in a couple of weeks. So, so anyway, so that's what's going on. I'll keep you updated on um, on that situation and the dynamic between Harry, Tobias, and then you, brother or sister, and how that one plays out, which is what I'm most excited to find out. It took Harry a long time to accept that he had a brother that had to share. His mummy and daddy with in fact there's two great comments that i always remember from harry um when tobias was born i was coming out of the theater with natalie and we were going back to the ward in the hospital and uh, harry uh, harry's granddad had him in his in his arms and when harry saw tobias in his mommy's arms he literally said what's mommy holding what's mommy holding as if that was it there was just a new kid on the block and he was now going to have to share uh, his mommy for the first time i think he realized that his mommy uh, might not be exclusively uh, his and some love and affection might need to go uh, to somebody else and then i remember about five or six days after we came home with tobias harry said something like when's his mommy and daddy coming it's time for him to go home now and he, and he just couldn't accept it took him about three or four weeks to accept that we were his mommy and daddy so i never forget it um, what's mummy holding and when's his mummy and daddy coming and obviously we tried to explain to him that you know I was his daddy and he's like no no but you're my daddy daddy and I was like yeah but I'm Tobias's daddy as well and um, he he eventually accepted it and then we uh, around about four or five weeks in we used to reverse it on him and say um, do you want him to stay now and he's like yeah yeah he can stay now you know so it's uh, it's all great they, um, they fight uh, they love each other equally as much as they want to fight with each other. You never know how they're going to wake up, but it's great to uh, see it. And uh, I cannot wait for the the dynamic to play out. I think Harry will take to it like a, a duck to water, shall we say? Well, I think Tobias might might be the one that uh, struggles with it at first. So um, so we'll see. Anyway, right. What have I got for you? A couple of announcements. Some big things happening in the Polgoff media world. Um, 
I'm back, obviously, for uh, for the baby. My first day back at work will be August the 26th, and the next day I'm flying to Dublin. I've got three days of back-to-back -back teaching. So if you are in Dublin, you're in Britain, you're in Europe, uh, we've got somebody flying over from um, the just north of the Philippines. Uh, well, we, we're just waiting for the confirmation on that person flying over for the strategic uh, planning day from Brunei all the way to Dublin. So look, distance, somebody emailed me recently and said, do you do any events in LA? Because I live in LA and I want to come to your events. And I was just like, no matter where I am, just get on a fucking flight. Like who gives a shit whether I'm in LA or Orlando or whatever, just get on a flight. It's irrelevant. There's a little bit of thinking time that you can buy for yourself when you're sitting on a flight. And instead of watching Netflix or some shit on the iPad like everybody else does, read a book or think about your business and get the leverage from the $200 on the flight. Uh, by buying yourself an extra two hours or three hours to think about your business and, and ultimately what you want from your life. And I mean that. <clears throat> I, I, I sincerely mean it. That that sometimes you, you look at things and you think, oh, that's three hours away. And it's, it's crazy. It's, a sh it's just, uh, it's just the, the moronic way of thinking about life. And a better way to think about it is that's three hours that I can actually think or read or listen to some good podcasts or advance my uh, you know budget or think about what I need for my business. You are buying time when you fly is the way that I look at it. So we've got a Dublin, <coughs> excuse me, strategic planning day. Um, 27th, we're fast filling up. I believe we've got two or maximum, I can take three more people to the Dublin event. Um, we'll have business owners in there from Ireland, business owners in there from Britain. Uh, business owner from Denmark and like I said I believe we're going to have one in there from Brunei as well so the strategic planning day it's absolutely without doubt becoming the, 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 the place to be to start your journey with me I'll teach you the basics that most people overlook for their entire life and when you eventually teach them it they're like holy shit I should have knew this 10 years ago uh, I did this event in Orlando last week and a business owner came in uh, from Phoenix and uh, was just blown away by it. He said, you know what? I thought all of my problems would be solved by just getting more patients. And I realized that if I just keep getting more patients, it wouldn't have made all that much difference to the uh, profit margins in my business because I've just got problems everywhere with things like arrival rate, cancellation rates. And he had no idea how to track them. And most importantly, no idea what to do to fix them. So the strategic planning day, I'll teach you how to do a budget, which is important as you start to look ahead to 2020. I'll teach you what the important critical drivers are in your, your business. I'll teach you how to do a cash flow. And then on the afternoon, I'll teach you how to create a marketing plan, uh, which will act as a guide for you um, for hitting the financial target that we'll create on the morning. So whether you want to make a quarter of a million, half a million, a million, I'll show you the formula to, to do it. So we'll month by month, you know, January, February, March, every single month, you'll know what you need to do, um, how you're going to achieve it in terms of the leads. And then on the afternoon, We'll plug in a marketing plan which considers every single month of the calendar year that you could be doing and what you should be doing each month in order to achieve the number of patients that you need. You'll leave with the most clarity you will ever get in your life. It is the most underestimated class that I've got. Um, it you know it can look as though it's boring. You know strategic planning. Who wants to do that? I'll tell you who wants to do that. Very smart, very successful business owners who realise that the uh, growth that you're looking for only comes when you take the time to plan. So strategic planning day is happening um, the 27th of August. And if you're interested in joining the mastermind, we've got the next day on the Thursday and the Friday, uh, UK mastermind. If you are very serious about business, 
you could do the strategic planning day and come as a guest to mastermind as well. So work with me for three full days back to back. Send an email, paul at paulgoff.com. Caitlin will take care of you. Um, and if you're in the US and you're not wanting to fly to Dublin or you're in Canada or wherever, um, the next one is in Orlando, October the 17th. These things now fill up very, very fast. Uh, send an email, paul at paulgoff.com. And a big, big, big announcement. Um, it's the 1st of August. We did this exactly last year. Sales Bootcamp, my annual sales and conversion bootcamp. We've been uh, at the dates are now official December the 8th and 9th in Orlando. Uh, we'll be in, the, uh, in a hotel on Disney Springs, literally right on Disney property. So if you are um, if you're wanting to come, I basically show you how to double your conversions on the telephone and in the treatment room. Uh, I'll talk you through the psychology of selling. I'll talk to you about how you overcome objections give you scripts for every single aspect of your business uh, so that you can raise your rates, increase your conversions, bring your staff, uh, bring your physios, bring your front desk. Sales Bootcamp is now open for enrollment very, very early. There's no sales page yet, so you'll need to send an email again to paul at paulgoff.com. Uh, and if you do it before August the 31st and you get signed up uh, for the Orlando event, uh, I'll give you $300 off to put towards your airfare and hotel in Orlando. So sales bootcamp, the sales and conversion, we've sold it out for the last two years. It will sell out again this year. It's officially open for enrollment. There's no sales page. There's nowhere to go yet, but I'm giving the podcast listeners uh, the first opportunity to get enrolled. Send an email for details to paul at paulgoff.com if you want to come to sales bootcamp in Orlando, uh, Saturday and Sunday, December the 8th and 9th. Uh, in a, what will be a beautiful Orlando uh, in December. $300 off until August the 31st. You've got till the end of the month to um, to save on your airfare. 1st of September, the price will go up by, uh, by $300. So that's what's going on if you want to come and work with me in person. It uh, would be wonderful to, to meet you and have a beer or a coffee or a glass of wine with you um, uh, after or before these events. Uh, so, all right, let's kick off the podcast. Should you take more time off in August? Should you take more time off in general, right? That's really what we're going to start to debate here in this podcast today. And I'm going to kick it off with this. I'm going to put it to you that if you are or have been in business now for a couple of years, two or three years, and you haven't been able to take a holiday or a vacation for anything more than five days, I'm going to put it to you that whatever you're doing in that business, it's not working. It's not working, Right? Whatever you are doing when you are there needs to change. If you're at the point in business where you feel as though you can't take time off, you must look yourself in the mirror and ask, whatever the hell you are doing, it's just not right. It isn't going to, if you haven't, after two or three years, figured out how to take yourself out of that office and on vacation for two weeks with your family, with your kids, even by yourself, whatever you are doing when you're there isn't working. So the reverse is to, instead of thinking that this business won't work when I'm not there, I'm telling you that if you're not in a position to do it, whatever you're doing when you are there isn't working. You need to look strategically at what is happening, what time you are using towards building a business that is sustainable without you. Now, I'm going to back up a little bit and tell you that... that um, I think there are some cultural issues as well that we need to discuss. Um, 
obviously I'm from Britain. I've been brought up in Britain. I've spent a lot of time in Australia. My brother lived out in Australia. And I've obviously now spent a hell of a lot of time in the US. Culturally, we, we have three countries in three different parts of the world. In Australia, um, their attitude there towards uh, vacation and holiday time and uh, time with family and just quality time, barbecues and you know beach and, and getting back to the house to spend time with kids is, I believe, 10 out of 10. It's one of the best in the world for the mentality of work hard or play hard, right? They have a wonderful, wonderful outlook on life and I admire it wholeheartedly um, over there in Australia. Britain, we're not bad. We, we have a very stoic attitude, if you like, towards work, towards most things, by and large. But there is a, still a good, strong mentality of that if you're building a business, that you need to take time off. To give you some context of Britain, you'll get, if you work for anybody in the public sector, you'll possibly get anything up to five to seven weeks full paid vacation. Five to seven weeks full paid vacation. If you work for a small private business like mine, you will get a minimum of four weeks, anything between four weeks and five weeks paid vacation. Now contrast that with the United States and it's not uncommon for some people to be given no paid vacation. At best, they might get five days. If they're really, really lucky, they might get 10, right? One of the things that I did with my staff in the US, I um, made it very appealing to my team to come and work for me because I probably doubled the number of vacation days that they would get anywhere else. My US staff get 20 days paid vacation, much like my UK uh, team do. So I think there's a, a huge mindset issue that it's almost not seen as cool to take a vacation. And I think that actually over and above everything is the real issue that needs to be cracked. How you see yourself about taking time off. Does that make sense? Because tactically and strategically, we can figure out the business stuff and you can get that right. But if you are hanging to a label that says you have to work, 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 and your identity is attached to that label of working and working and working, then you'll always find yourself stuck in that business and there'll always be something else to do. There'll always be more money to be made. There'll always be another system that you think you need before you can take two weeks off. And if you don't change the label there, you'll find yourself stuck for a significant period of, um, of time in that business, always telling yourself that you know next year you'll do a, a trip or you're planning a trip. I heard somebody say recently, they're planning on taking three weeks off in 2022. I said, really? And, and I think he expected me to, to sort of congratulate him for saying that. And I said, you're gonna wait fucking three years of your life to take three weeks off. Are you, are you serious? How could you, what, what is possibly going on in your, in your head to think that that's all right. There's so much life to live in between. There are so many things to do. There are so many places to go. There are so many experiences. There's, who knows if you'll even still be around in three years, it's so far away. Like we've got to start thinking as you're about your vacation and your time off as being an absolute prerequisite of it's got to be one of the first things that you do and, and start to think about. So a couple of weeks back, I'm gonna give you an example. So the CEO program obviously runs and I, I have to commit to all of the days and, and times and all of my calendar for 2020 is now booked out. I know every date of all my UK events, all my uh, European events, all my um, American events. I know every single date. And Sophie, my general manager in the media business said, I need these dates off you. Can we sit down and talk about them? I said, yes. 
but I need an hour before I do that. She said, well, why? What, what do you need to do first? I said, I've got to plan my holidays with kids. I said, I'm not doing any, I'm not committing to any events, any uh, sales bootcamp, any masterminds, nothing until I put in my times with the kids where we, we will be off. And I don't care what position the business is in, what's happening in it, that, that time is sacred. And if I can't get 10 days in March, 10 days in June, 10 days in August, and some time off over Christmas, this, this is a complete waste of my time running this business. I might as well go back to work with somebody. That if I can't justify, or I can't you know, have the, the, the guts and the balls, if you like, to say, that's when I'm off, what the hell is the point of me being in business anyway? And the fact that I commit to those things is the reason that I get the business into a place where it can run without me. So for me, and again, this is the type of thing I'll speak to you about if you come to my strategic planning day, we plan all of this around. We plan all of the activity in your business around vacation, around your life, how many hours you're going to work, and start to give some consideration to these things. Because I'm sorry, there's a mentality right now in the entrepreneurial world that you, uh, if you do more work, you'll make more money. And that simply isn't true. That, that if you hustle, and I, you've heard me for a long time, you've heard me for a long time, bash people who are encouraging you to hustle. Hustling will get you started, but it will get you stuck. And if at some point you don't change track to stopping physically working and start mentally working and thinking about this business, you'll stay stuck for 25 years and you'll end up like most businesses, which at the other end, if they're lucky enough to survive, who will think that they've been in business for 25 years, but the reality is they've only been in business one year, 25 times. They've done the same thing year after year after year after year, and they'll try to kid you and kid themselves that they've got 25 years of experience in business, and they haven't. They've just got 25 years experience of making the same mistakes and doing the same thing, just slightly different every single year. And that's not me being arrogant or, or any, I, I used to look at experienced business owners and at first I used to take their advice. It wasn't long until I realized that I was just getting the same bullshit off them. It didn't take very, very long to realize that they were all doing the same thing, and that was ultimately why they were stuck. When I started my business, so I quit. I quit my job in soccer when I, in let's say 2007, 2008. Within six weeks of starting the business, I was off to India for three weeks. I spent three weeks in India and then I traveled to, I think it was Sri Lanka in about four or five months later. Um, and then I spent some time in America in the summer with, with Natalie. I probably spent four or five weeks out of the country in the first year of running a business. And that has never changed. I set my stall out from day one. The business has always been for, for, for me, remember my phrase, business is just a mule for a terrific life. Do not fall in love with the mule, fall in love with the terrific life. But you have to have the mindset, much like the concept of profit first. The profit first philosophy is basically around the idea that if you, if you prioritize profit, you'll make profit. Whereas what a, a lot of small businesses do, or most small businesses, they prioritize expenses and therefore there's no profit left. What I'm asking you to do is prioritize vacations. If you prioritize vacations now for 2020, all of your all of your events and all of your time and all of your work and all of your commitments will fit into it. And as even as we look into August, don't let another summer go by. Don't let another three or four weeks go by without you taking at least a week or two. If you need to cancel a few patients, cancel a few patients. The physical, um, the, the, the constantly being in the same room every day, 
is killing your ability to grow a business. There's a great phrase that I heard, um, nobody gets the best ideas in the office. And I can, I, I can absolutely 100% agree with it. My physio business, when it really started to explode, coincided with me taking more time off, traveling to places like India, Sri Lanka, uh, traveling to Bali, I was in Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, all around Australia, all around the US. At this point, we, me and Natalie were traveling up and down LA, San Francisco, San Diego, Miami. We were spending time in these places, but guess what I was doing when I was there? I was reading. This is well before podcasts really kind of exploded. I'd go off on a holiday with Natalie for two weeks. Um, I remember we went to Jamaica one time and we sat on a beach for 12 days. Literally, for 12 days, I read a book every single day and I came back with more ideas and more insights about how to grow my business than I ever would have got. It was the most profitable holiday I've ever been on. I was able to read and think. Many times I've said to my clients that some of my best ideas have actually happened at 35,000 feet. When I'm, when I'm flying across the ocean, I've got eight hours on my own, I've got a glass of wine in my hand, and I've got a book in one hand, and I'm able to take some notes and think about what I want to have happen for my business. Which goes back to what I said at the start of this podcast. Anybody who was even asking me, do I do a conference in LA because they live in LA? It, it, like, I can't help that person. Like, that person, I cannot. Even, even if I give them the best business advice on earth, I'm telling you now, I will not help that person because their mindset is all wrong. That if they can't see that they have a three-hour opportunity to sit on a flight or four hours to fly to Orlando and sit in silence, put some earphones in or earplugs in and read and think and write and do all of the things that if you do do this, it starts to give you some breakthroughs. That when you start to get the breakthroughs, your business starts to grow. Your business starts to grow. You make a little bit more money. You make more money. You're bringing more staff. You're bringing more staff. You're able to take more time off. It's just a simple, it's a simple way of running a business. And even if you haven't got the staff right now, if you're chugging along, and I hope this irritates you, if you're chugging along right now and you're kidding yourself that you can't take time off because you haven't got the money, here's what I'm going to point out to you. Your prices are probably not high enough in order to make enough profit so that you can actually take some time off. When I talk about prices, which I do all the time, it's not because it's the only thing that I want to talk about. It's because it's actually the most important part of your business. If you don't have your prices right, if you're charging $150 and you should be charging $250, the difference, that extra $100, right? Even if you lost some patience, great, win-win. You've now found yourself some more time to take more time off. But you're still making the same, if not more money, by seeing less patience. This is a strategic way of growing a business. It's not a labor of love. It should not be you being in that treatment room all day, every day, slogging your guts out, grinding away, coming home, making a pittance, hoping that someday it's going to change because guess what it isn't? It starts today. It starts today with taking, even if you haven't got it booked out now, take a week or two weeks off in August. Give yourself a change. Give yourself a change of scenery. Go for a walk, get some fresh air, read some books. Think differently about your business. And I'm going to take it back to something I said earlier again. If you so far haven't been able to take time off in that business and enjoy it, and you've been in business for more than two years, whatever you are doing is not working. And don't expect it to change just because of time. It won't. You'll end up like most businesses, 25 years in business, but only in business really for one year. They just do the same thing over and over and over again. The more breaks that you take, the more that you make. I'm 
get certain of it. That your creativity is stifled if you're in the same room all day, every day. Which, if you think about where some of your ideas come from, you're probably listening to me on a podcast or walking or driving. When you're moving, when you're in a different environment, when you go on holiday, when you go on vacation in new places, your brain opens up. Your brain starts to send more signals. Your brain sees things. You access parts of the brain that you couldn't do because you're in the same environment. You drive to work the same way every day. You sit in the same office every day. You listen to the same people talking every day. You go back home on the night. Your brain's dead. You are, and and literally it's where the phrase comes from, brain dead. People by and large, by the time that they get to a certain age, they've done the same thing every day. You'll see this in civilians. And by civilians, I mean people who work for, for, you know, for uh, an organization, a big corporate system or the government or whoever. By and large, by the time they hit a certain age, they're often brain dead. Now, I'm not being disrespectful there. It's a, it's a, um, it's a fact that, that their brain just doesn't do anything. It, get, it puts, gets up at the same time. It puts their clothes on at the same time. It gets in a car on a subway at the same time. It eats the same thing at the same time. It talks to the same person. It logs into the same computer at the same time. It closes the computer down at the same time. It goes the same way home at the same time. It speaks to the same person when they get in the house. And this goes on for 20 years. And they wonder why they're out of creativity. They wonder why they've lost their spark. They wonder why they're bored. It's because their brain is dead, literally. It's running on autopilot. The very fact of going on a vacation somewhere that you haven't been before, it reignites some of those fires, those neurons, if you like, that cause inspiration, that, that spark new ideas, that give you a new purpose, that give you a new reason for being alive that gives you some kind of vision, insight into where you want your life to go and where you want this business to, to be, gives you the energy, the momentum uh, to, to force these ideas through so they don't just become good ideas, they actually get executed. The more breaks that you take, the more that you will make. And I don't care how many people are telling you on social media, hustle, work hard, get up at fucking five o'clock and stay up till midnight and whatever other shit they're telling you to do. It's ridiculous. This type of of, of um, attitude, if you like, to building a business. I get it in the first year. I, I do accept that in the first year or two, you've got to chuck some shit at the wall, get up and just get going. But from the majority of people listening to this podcast, the people who I work with on a daily basis, it's a year or two in and you end up getting stuck. If you have that mentality and you stay in that mentality, there's a whole new world out there other than just working hard. If you want to work hard, get a job on a building site and just keep putting bricks on top of cement. That, that's working hard. Get a dollar a brick and, and put it however many bricks down on the on the new house and go home with three or four hundred dollars in your pocket. If you want that for the rest of your life, go do it. But again, you're not using your brain. There's no growth there. You're not going to leverage anybody. Your uh, ideas are not necessarily going to flow and you're probably not going to be the best version of yourself. And that's not me being disrespectful. Again, it's, it's, it's a fact. The, this is the opportunity when you run a business is to become somebody that you would not have been, to learn things, to read things, to go places, to meet people, to have stimulating conversations. It kills me sometimes being back in, in, in Britain. And I mean it respectfully for this reason, that I have to spend time with family and friends. Now, that don't take that the wrong way. Um, I love being around family and friends, but sometimes one of the reasons that I struggle with it is because they want to talk shit. They want to talk about the fucking government and Brexit and just trivial things that I'm just not even remotely interested in. I want to talk about business and entrepreneurship and good ideas and buying houses and investing in things and staff challenges and ultimately kind of buying other premises or, you know, where's my next uh, business venture going to be in and what's it going to look like? 
I just want to talk about these things all the time, which I can't do. Um, ultimately, when I'm around uh, some of my friends and family, I have to be very selective of, of who I spend time with. But when I'm around business owners, it's why I love the events. I said it to you on this podcast about a year ago. One of the reasons I wanted to move to the United States is so that I could literally almost control the environment that I live in. I control the environment because now I get to spend time with business owners. So when I have a beer with people the night before my events, we're talking business. When I have lunch with people, we're talking business. When I have a beer with them after the event is finished, we talk business. It lights me up. It's the thing that I love, love to do. I don't want to know about politics. I don't give a fuck. I vote for myself. I've never voted in my life and I have no intention of ever voting for anybody in my life other than myself. I'm my own biggest fan. If anybody's going to solve any shit that I'm in, it'll be me. It will not be the government, believe me. And anybody who thinks that the government will, more fool you and, and you're going to ruin your probably entire life waiting for it to happen because it won't. As a business owner, uh, you're in a unique and very privileged position uh, that you get to dictate a lot of things uh, in your life and, and don't ever... Uh, be frightened to exercise that right that ultimately uh, you are the one who decides what you charge. You are the one who decides how many hours you work. You are the one who decides how many vacations you take and what time you spend with your kids. And if you're not doing it right now, don't dare blame the government. Don't dare blame the insurance companies. Don't blame your staff. Blame the person who's looking in the mirror every single day because that's exactly what I do. It's, it's cause and effect. All the shit that's bad about my life, it's my fault. If it's good about my life, it's my fault. Like, that's the deal. And as a business owner, that's ultimately what we need as well. So wherever you are right now, in whatever situation you're in, I hope this podcast serves as a little reminder that business isn't built for a terrific life. Do not, do not kid yourself that you are taking two weeks off in three weeks because it will not happen. It's called a rival fallacy. You will find some excuse. It's the same excuse as somebody in their, in their 50s right now who are 40s, who's never travelled. You'll have friends who are who are probably now giving you the bullshit that they are going to travel when they're retired. You know, they're going to wait till they're 65 before they start to travel and do cruises and go to Australia and, you know, head through Europe and so on and so forth. I'm telling you now, they won't do it. It's a rival fallacy. There's, if you have an excuse now, you will have an excuse at 65. It's the habit of coming up with excuses that they don't understand. And it's happening to you right now if you are not booking time off with your family, with your kids for the hell of it cancel a few patients tell them you're going on holiday and if they're not happy give them somebody else's telephone number because they're the ones who are probably going to keep you stuck anyway this is a mindset gaming business it's about helping people but if you can't help yourself if you can't put your own oxygen mask on then you can't help people over the long run so you've got to start to think about you recharging your batteries getting into places where you can be more creative and and you know what it's one of the best bits of advice i was giving Leave your business for the purpose of finding out what's wrong with your business. I'll, I'll say that again. Leave your business for the purpose of finding out what's wrong with your business. It's called a stress test. Stress test your business by leaving it. Find out how good the secretary is. Find out how loyal your patients are if it's only you. If your patients won't wait a week, guess what it highlights? That there's not that strong of a relationship. <laughs> it's, just got, it's just basic cause and effect. If your patients won't wait a week for you, my word, there's no loyalty there whatsoever and you need to look at what's going wrong there. But the reality is they will wait a week. It's just you and the fear of losing these people and ultimately the bullshit that you're telling yourself, which is, well, when I get a secretary or when I figure out this you know, PT situation or when I get this, it's the when then 
when then uh, disease uh, I wrote about this in a book it's coming out in a couple of weeks the when then the average guy on the street the reason at the end of their life they never achieve what they want is because it's a case of when I've got this then I'll do that when I've got the perfect situation then I'll do that we hear it all the time when I've got this then I'll come to your event when I've got this then I'll join your mastermind when I've got this then I'll do something it's like you won't because the when then philosophy or, or the when then mindset is a habit it's something that you are uh, stuck to it's a label that you've got and you'll carry it through with you all your life hopefully today through this podcast it's a little wake-up call that that's going to kill you that type of mindset is the reason um is the reason that you won't grow when you come to la paul then i'll come to one of your conferences there you go and yet the best business owners that we work with where you at how do i get there done there's the difference and i keep saying it i don't believe that there is an elite i don't believe that that the one percent or the four percent whatever you want to call it uh are privileged i believe they just make significantly better decisions they act on those decisions better than the rest of the world they've figured out uh strategically from a mindset point of view from a motivation point of view how to get the best out of themselves take advantage of all of the opportunity that's around them um to ultimately uh, get the results and the outcomes that they want so i'm going to wrap the podcast up i'll tell you a few things that we discussed nobody gets the best ideas in the office if you're uh, in that office all day every day you must be bored shitless you must be absolutely getting to the point of just being fed up to the back teeth of going there i cannot understand how anybody can drive to the same place be in the same room every day for 51 and a half weeks of the year Somebody, um, somebody commented, here's a, here's a fun story. Somebody co- commented on my Facebook post once, how do I deal with all the time zone changes? And, it, and he was like gobsmacked as to how I go back and forth and I travel like, all over the world and so on. How, how do you deal with waking up in different time zones so often? And my response was, how do you deal with waking up in the same time zone every single day? You must be bored. Seriously bored. If you're waking up in the same time zone, the same... The same environment, the same office, the same room, the same people. How can you grow? How can you expand? How, how possible, how is it possible for you to expand your horizons and grow as a person when you're in the same room, the same conversations with the same people all day, every day? You want to know why people have midlife crises? This is why. This is exactly why. If you go study how the brain works, you'll find after 10, 15, 20 years of employment, doing the same thing day in and day out, the mind just turns in on itself, looking for problems, looking for trouble. And it's screaming to be expanded. It's screaming to start reading. It's screaming to get on courses. It's screaming for new, different conversations. Not necessarily different friends who are just going to speak about the same shit. Completely different people. Which is why it's so important for you to be in community, masterminds and things like that. And come to events. Because you'll have different conversations with different people. It's no good just finding different friends who are going to speak about politics and fucking Brexit and Trump and whatever else is going on in the world right now. You've just got the same shit happening. Get out and expand your horizons. Get in different circles. Get challenged. Be around mentors. Be around very smart business owners. Be around people who aspire to grow. Be around people who love to learn. Be around people who are prepared to make mistakes. Be around people who don't give a shit what's happening on the news. Who have completely different conversations. Be around people who vote for themselves who take control of their own lives and are not at the mercy of whatever the government are going to do next week or the week after. It's crazy talk to think that that is now 
in 2019 what any person on this planet has to uh, has to do with the evolution of the internet and the opportunity that, that thing has given every single person, uh, certainly you know the majority of the world, to be able to um, to be able to do so. You're not going to get your best ideas in the office. Um, your business is a meal for a terrific life. The more breaks that you take, the more you make. And if you haven't been on holiday in two or three years, and you're telling yourself it's because you can't leave your business, you're doing something wrong. Don't worry about what you're or what won't happen when you're there. Worry more about what's happening when you're there, because it obviously isn't what is required. And my final point. Um, don't get to the point like many businesses where they've been around for 25 years who think that they've got 25 years experience and the reality is uh, they've got one year's experience and they've just repeated it 25 times. So there we go. That's my thoughts. I'm wholeheartedly in favour of you having a great vacation. Uh, let's have some fun. If you're around uh, on vacation this summer, uh, make sure you tag me on Instagram at the Paul Goff. Tag me on Facebook if we're friends or on my business page. Uh, tell me where you're at. If this podcast has inspired any vacations or has inspired a change in you in the thought process of what it really takes to, to, to be at the top of your game and running a business. Uh, if you listen to this today and you're going back home to tell your husband or your wife or your partner uh, or your kids that you're off to Disneyland for two weeks or you just head into the beach or the woods or a lake house and you weren't planning on doing it, I'd love to hear it uh, all about the stories and the memories that were made um, and good for you and well done uh, for doing it. And if you're not going to do that, maybe take some time off and ask yourself why. Because there's just no point in being in, uh, in business. So I'm in favour of it. I'm wholeheartedly supporting you. Uh, and, and believe me, uh, drop the ego. Who gives a shit what people think in terms of if you're taking two or three weeks off? Uh, it's only because they wish that they were able to in terms of the freedom. Don't forget, particularly in the US, the average guy or girl in the US can't take that much time off. You don't have to play that game. You don't have that life. The reason for being in business is freedom and flexibility, remember. You get to set your hours. Don't chain yourself to that door or to that clinic just because you think that's what business owners do. I'm telling you now, poor business owners do. Very, very smart, very, very successful business owners who understand themselves and ultimately what is required of them to run a business don't and aren't chained to that business. Get the hell on some vacations this summer, take some time off, switch the phone off, switch off from social media for a few weeks, switch off from everything except this podcast. <laughs> switch off from everything except this podcast across August. Uh, give yourself a break and, uh, and enjoy it because otherwise, what's the point? You'll get to the other end and you'll regret it, I'm telling you. You'll regret it and you'll take it. Uh, You'll take the, the uh, you'll take the regrets with you, and that's not a cool place to be. So anyway, right, I'm done. Uh, great podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Leave me a review. Uh, would love a follow on YouTube. The Paul Goff is a new channel we've just started. The Paul Goff. We're on Instagram at the Paul Goff, and a big thank you to Infusionsoft, our sponsors. Head over to paulgoff.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Uh, some cool new phones we've introduced uh, to help you to grow your business. It's now cheaper than ever to use Infusionsoft. Uh, and they've improved the product no end. So if you are wanting to automate and systemize your business, Infusionsoft, or Keep as it's now uh, also known as, is the software that I recommend and my team can help you implement it into your business within 30 uh, days. I think we've had over 200 people uh, use our software and phones now. So uh, we've got the, uh, 
process down to a fine art. Polgoff.com forward slash Infusionsoft is where you can take the training. All right, that's it. I'll be back. I'm going to do a few podcasts uh, like this over the next few days before I head out for uh, some time with the kids. So uh, subscribe, turn me up and turn me on and uh, I'll see you very soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.